podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Matt Lenehan Boxing Social and Association with Forge Irish Stout, Empire Fight Store, Freebets.com and everything else. We're with Dave Caldwell. Dave, always a pleasure to catch up with you. Here now, I know you've got Young Charge, Dan Toward on the card, comes with a decorated amateur background. He had an explosive debut and now you've got your hands on him, so added him to your stable at the minute. How pleased are you that he's managed to come along, join your gym and you know, that you'd be a part of this because he's a very talented young kid, isn't he? I'm over the moon with him. He's, he's slotting to the gym fantastically well. He comes from um, an outstanding amateur setup, you know, that, that, if not the one of the best that has been for a long time in, in the country. Um, he's experiencing that in, in, in the amateur game. Now it's just about him getting grounded into the pro game, uh, settling in, sparring with pros, um, uh, you know, and then having fights and, and being comfortable under the lights of the you know the TV cameras and things like that. But gym-wise, he's settled in really, really well. He knows Ellie's price really well. I think I believe the the um, the room together and things like that in the amateurs uh, on the GB setup. Um, so yeah, yeah, he's, he's, he's setting really, really good. One thing that we always used to speak about when we used to have chats about um, more recently Stephen Cairns but also Hopi Price was the mentality and how they are. Do you see a similar mentality in this kid now obviously? When you come from that amateur stock there is that pressure of, you know what, I've got to sort of, I've got to prove something here because I've come with this big build up like I know the press conference that Dan had at the time, they were waxing lyrical about him, I've had that conversation with him and it must have felt like a weight off his shoulders getting that first one out of the way but what's it like, what's his mentality like? Yeah and, and you've got the pressure of Sam Jones's mouth as well. Oh. <laughs> I mean, that, carries, that carries its weight as well doesn't it but yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Um, no, he's, listen, Sam, Sam, me and Sam have spoke about him, um, Sam's doing a great job with him. You know, exposure, his mouth, his opportunities, his delivering. Uh, Dan, Dan doesn't feel that pressure. He, you know, let everybody do what they have to do. Comes with. If you want to be successful, you're gonna have you're gonna have people talking about you. If you want to be successful, you're gonna have more and more pressure put on you as you're going through the ranks. So you have to get accustomed to that and used to that straight away. Best way to, to be with it is not to let it affect you, and he's, he's kind of like that. He's a really, he's an easygoing character, but very very driven, very very disciplined, um, and very very motivated. Um, and it's I think that's why, yeah, yeah, I think that's why he's, he's, he's fitting so well in you know with the rest of the lads. With you know, it's a young stable, but it's a stable like you said. They've all got the right mentality, and he's just a you know just another one that's, that that slots right into the into the you know into the jigsaw so to speak. 100%. Well, look, sort of taking a 360 away from this fight week, there's been some huge fights made since we last spoke. Devin Haney, Ryan Garcia. Yeah. Um, good fight. It's going to be a good fight, a good build-up. It's one of these fights, I think boxing's had a good, strong start to the year. Sort of picked up where last year left yeah. off in terms of momentum. We saw a lot of good fights last year. It looks like it's going to continue. It's a good time, but talk to me about this fight specifically. Devin Haney coming into this with his accomplishments, the undisputed tags... Um, and what he's done, his body of work. Ryan Garcia, we know he's got a huge following. Fought against Javonti at a, at a catchweight, rehydration cause, and ultimately, ultimately got beat. But a big name, a good fight. What do you make of it? I think Bill Haney's a, a, a really, really clever guy. You know, I, I met him. I met him out in um, in San Francisco. Uh, is a, you know, he is. He's clever. He knows the game. He's not just a dad that's you know a pushy dad or anything like that. He knows the game, and he's he's what is. His plan is for, for Devon, you can see, because he's, he's obviously got the personality, but you can see to pick 
Ryan Garcia, I think is is a perfect match for him because Ryan Garcia, like you say, he's got the he's got the social media platform, he's got the awareness, he's got the screaming girls, he's got he's, he's got all that kind of thing. You know, it, it was it's disrespectful to say that Ryan Garcia is like YouTube boxer. I think that's what we used to say at the beginning, social media boxer. Yeah. When he first started, it was like, oh, there's this kid on Instagram. But then when you look at him and look at what he's done in his amateur career and the people he's fought, what he's been around, he's had about 200 fights. Three and three with Devin in amateurs. Yeah. So, so he's a legitimate fighter. And it's just that he's, he happens to have a great profile and he understands the game. Um, so Ryan Garcia coming off of what he's done in his career, obviously the, the um, tank defeat, Garcia to go into this fight straight away, I think that shows you what his what his intentions are. You know, he's not messing about with with the developing fights, you know, those kind of fights anymore. He wants big names and big nights himself. So I think credit to both, but I think that for Devin Haney coming off a fantastic performance against Progre, unbelievable. I mean, we was there and, and, and one of the best performances yeah, I've seen live. To, to watch that live, I thought it was fantastic. And going into it, you're talking about a, a real nip and tuck fight, you know. Um, to make it as one-sided as what he did, it was a boxing clinic. And when people say that Devin doesn't punch hard, he punches hard enough. You know, gets your attention. Yeah, it? and it's the technique of his of, and his technique and his skills allows him to, to transfer the power that he has got to make it pay. And um, I just think ability-wise, I just think they're different different leagues. I, I like Ryan Garcia. I think he's done really well. He's a good boxer. He can pop. He's, he's fast and all that sort of thing. But his chin's always there to be tagged. And I think Devin's jab's going to tattoo him. And I, I, I actually fancy a, a Devin Haney stoppage. So, um, it's going to be a good build-up and a good fight. But look, um, I'd, be, I'd be silly if I didn't talk about what's to come next week. Um, a fight which, when I speak to Gareth Davis in particular, he says there's genuine jeopardy in this fight. Francis Ngannou, we've seen, I think, was it eight, ten rounds against Fury? There's only that of him. Um, Ngannou's first two professional fights against the number one and potentially as well as number three I would say um, but wow, talk to me about next week and a genuine banana skin there for AJ oh yeah, without a doubt Listen, if you you can, yes you can I, I'm one of those that believes that listen, no matter what Fury says he thought this was going to be an easy fight, we all did listen, I saw that clip of Evan Garnu on the pads with, with Mike Tyson and I was like, oh my god and, and my, everyone, my actual <laughs> thought was, Fury can even just sit on the rope, do the rope a dope and just take the piss and, and go to work when he wants, that's what I thought was going to happen, comes to fight night completely different, from the minute that Ngannou shaped up I thought, hang on a minute, it's better than what I thought but go, so, so the, what I'm trying to get to is if he can drop Tyson Fury, he's got enough power to drop Anthony Joshua, right? That's, that's facts, you know? If he can have long periods in a fight where he can outbox Tyson Fury and make him uncomfortable, then surely he can do that with, with AJ as well from what we've seen in the past, if you're looking at bodies of work. Now, now Joshua, Ben Davidson, Lee Wiley, they've got 10 rounds of boxing footage to watch yeah. and to dissect and to look at him Anthony Joshua's not got the element of surprise that he's walking into whereas Fury did we did where we thought we don't expect this guy to do anything and also surprise motherfucker here you go yeah. right and and now you you've got where you think that the, there's a huge gulf so you are going to mentally be a little bit more dull 
you can have AJ that's going to know what's in front of him and he's going to be razor sharp, mentally razor, razor sharp. So I think Joshua should beat him because Joshua's pedigree, look at who he's beaten, look at who he's fought. People like to knock him, look at who he's fought. At the end of the day, it's a list of who, who in, the, in the top 15 over the last few years in, in, in boxing. You know? So you can't be average to have beaten all those guys. Yeah. Don't forget, he got up when he got dropped against Klitschko. Right? Whatever, whatever's happened since when he's been out or anything, he's proved he can do that. Maybe it's been a case of confidence, but I don't know. But bottom line is that his pedigree should show the fact that he wins. Can he knock him out? I don't know. I don't know about that. That's the intriguing one, because, isn't it? Because the thing is, for him, I think I don't think he knocks him out in one shot. I think AJ's combination punching can, but in, but in order for him to get combinations off, he's going to have to be in range to get caught. And we saw with uh, the Fury fight, and Garnu's not afraid to punch in between. Yeah. And that could. Do you know what it is for me? Is the the jeopardy in it for me is the range of Ngannou. He's got long ass arms, so AJ's got to get his shots off and get out again without getting tagged. You know, knocked off balance, hit on the top of their head. You know, having his you know equilibrium scrambled. So the jeopardy is there, and so if Ngannou was to knock him knock him out, then. I wouldn't be like super shocked. Would it be a shocking boxing? Of course it is. But you've got to look at it and say, well, is it a possibility because of the dynamics of the fighters, the the, the you know um, the assets that ngarno has got? We all know that he can really, really punch. So the confidence he has now, as well. Yeah. And, uh, well, that's it. He's just gone ten rounds now. Going into a fight, you can have all belief in world that you can hang at that level. You can have all the belief in world that you can do the ten rounds. But if you've not done it, you don't actually know. Once you know, right, okay, his his confidence and his um, just the experience from being in the ring with someone like Fury, he's going to take that and grow and develop as a fighter and go on. So it's an, I think it's an, listen. I've been looking forward to this fight for a long time. Um, I can't wait to see it. I'm, I'm not. I'm not getting into oh it shouldn't be happening all this sort of stuff. Listen, I, I thought at the time. For Ngannou to fight Fury, Fury being heavyweight champion of the world, I thought, it's a money grab, it's bollocks, it shouldn't be happening, 100%. But then after it's happened, and you've seen what, what Ngannou's performance against Fury is, yeah. and AJ is not a world champion, then it's just a normal fight. Why not? Fair enough. Let's let's see how AJ goes on. I'm really looking forward to it. I'll be there. So it's, um, yeah, I can't wait. Dave, I'm looking <laughs> Look, um, Really, really appreciate you catching up. We'll catch up next week as well in Saudi. And obviously, after this fight with Dan, um, good luck for this weekend. Appreciate your time. Cheers, man. Nice. Sports Social Podcast Network.